Welcome to the talking heart, always connected though miles apart. Like the lotus flower grows from the mud, transforming pain into power, we rise above. I'm sending this voice message across the ocean to my amazing soul sister. Although she's far in distance, she's always close to my heart. She's been on this spiritual journey with me for about 10 years now, and we've been through a lot of changes and transformations together throughout these years. She's committed to this path as I am, and we always seem to find ourselves going through similar experiences in life at the same time. It's truly uncanny and miraculous. This brings us both comfort knowing that we have understanding, love, and compassion from each other. And for this, we are truly blessed and grateful. She's an amazing, complex woman, such as myself. Yes, she's very complex. She's a highly intelligent marriage and family therapist. She gives her all to her growth and her refinement of self. She's a good, conscious, and compassionate human being who wants to give to people and the world. I truly have the utmost respect and honor for her. She's one of the very few people in my life who I believe truly understands me. We've both grown through traumatic childhoods and we can talk for hours openly contemplating life and sharing our insights, our fears and insecurities without any filter. And I'm serious when I say that we have zero filter with each other. We've walked each other through many trying times and I trust her completely with my vulnerability. She's a kind and gentle human being who I know has my best interest in mind and truly cares for me and that means the world to me and this is very very rare and I'm so grateful and blessed and I know I said that but I want to say it again. We've both been going through a dark period in which we're feeling very hermit-like. We are definitely going through some sort of deep inner transformation. She's also experienced the loss of good friends she thought would stick around as well as rejection from her family members. We've both had to face our rejection and abandonment issues head on because we had no choice. This has been extremely hard for us to understand and it's made us feel isolated and alone and it's been extremely painful to feel. But underneath it all, we know it holds a higher purpose. We're just not quite sure what that is at the moment, but we can feel it and we know in time it will be revealed. So my darling soul sister, I have a question for you. What are some of the things you're doing or practicing to help you navigate this dark period in your life? And how are you dealing with feeling so alone in the world? I truly love you and I'm so blessed to have you in my life. And I thank you so much for sending me this voice recording back so that I can share it on my podcast. And it doesn't have to just be my voice. Thank you for joining me in this. And I love you. And I know that we've talked about this for many years and it's time that we're doing it. Thank you. I love you and blessings, heart, love, all those good things from across the ocean. Always here for you forever in infinity. We've traversed many dimensions of existence hand in hand and soul and soul I should say. You've been such a light to me in dark times. I'm just so beyond blessed that you're my soul sister and best friend for over a decade and for life. Thank you for asking me these questions. Basically loss and grief are never easy. A misperception or simulation I might add. Objects in our field appear and disappear. So we seem to have a sense of self that observes what we view as reality. And that seems to suffer when our needs are left unmet. 
But what are our needs and how can we actually meet them? So this is part of going through any dark night of the soul. We get to release our identity, who we think we are, and we shed the dead skin of previous realities to embrace the coming new light that shines deeply through our hearts and penetrates the world around us in novel ways. Some of my personal experiences to navigate dark periods include letting go. So a deep releasing of self, a shedding of beliefs and an integration of the lessons learned thus far. So letting go can be incredibly blissful, but also very painful. We cling to our beliefs so tightly that when we feel threatened by any perceived slight to the idea of ego loss, we can absolutely freak out. When pressure builds up so strongly to be myself or to be perfect or just to be someone, I know the best thing to do is release and rest. So that's some good R&R right there. When I let go of that pressure to be a human doing, I actually get back to being a human being. In dark spaces, any stressor, even positive ones, can feel so overwhelming that I want to crawl in a cave and hide for millennia. So suddenly it feels I cannot traverse the waters that I've so easily crossed in the past. And I feel frozen, stuck, trapped, helpless, basically in this dorsal vagal state of immobilization. It's kind of a polyvagal theory we have there. It's my nervous system's typical go-to. It's that freeze response. And I just feel frozen. I feel in this depth. After that, going in the autonomic hierarchy, I go up to the fight-or-flight response, that sympathetic response that we typically know about. And that's where I can feel anxiety or anger, rage even, big emotions. And processing these feelings can be so overwhelming and, and intense. So in those times, I allow myself the alone time and the space to properly connect with those sensations. I can wear earplugs to drown out the sounds around me. Being a highly sensitive person, I have a highly attuned nervous system that processes information rapidly. Things that others can easily overlook, I feel overwhelmed by. So it's important to honor my body sensitivity and help my inner child accept myself and take those steps towards relaxation. I mean, I remember crying at almost every birthday I had when I was a child because it was so overwhelming, like even if it was positive stress. If only I had caretakers <laughs> who honored my sensitivity instead of wanting me to toughen up. I think that's an experience that many people have had, being too sensitive or too dramatic or too much in any way. We learn to kind of just make ourselves a little smaller to accommodate the space around us or the people or the characters in our lives. But during a recent dark period, I did feel very alone in the world. And as a person who is a deep thinker, I often feel it's hard to relate to others. So my need for quality connection is immense. I often find that I feel less alone, actually, when I am by myself. I mean, this seems like a contradiction, but it's not. With less energy around me to perceive and process, less stimuli, less information in general in my environment, I'm able to connect deeply with myself and actually integrate those experiences. And in that sense, I don't feel so alone in the world. I feel connected to myself. 
And that's really the healing salve of humanity is feeling connected to ourselves. Because we can feel connected to God. We can feel connected to um, Jesus or to, uh, you know, any, any belief system that we really subscribe to. We can absolutely feel connected to that. When we feel connected to ourselves, because I'm a realist as well, <laughs> so I definitely have this sense of feeling like, okay, like what is in front of me? What is the reality? And part of that reality is that I seem to be here in this fleshly body, this existence. And there's a house around me, there's walls, there are creatures. I'm sure you've hear, heard roosters in the background, perhaps, because I live in the country. So, you know, there's this, this experience of being embodied in the world. So how I manage that is I just connect with that part of myself that is unmoved by the world, that part of us, that pure consciousness, that, that void that is actually fullness, that space between the thoughts. There's something very peaceful about all of this. And living alone, I get to experience that as well. I get to experience that beautiful bliss of just being. And that's how I manage with those things. I also read a lot. Um, I can zone out and watch TV if I want to. I read the Bible. I also read the Tao. I have other types of um, spiritual practices that I do. And I can use mindfulness at any moment, even at this very moment using mindfulness. And so I would say definitely navigating any dark period requires that we move through it. We can avoid it temporarily, we can try, <laughs> but at some point we have to face it, no matter what it is in our life, we have to face it. And when I actually work on that and I face it, I am actually met with this beautiful peace and this contentment. Things I thought were scary, leaps I thought were too far, actually become these beautiful stepping stones towards a light at the end of the tunnel. This beautiful light that's there, that's always been there. And even in my darkest, darkest times, where I'll have even suicidal ideation, or I'll have feelings of just not wanting to be on this earth. And not that I even wanna die, it's that it gets too hard to be alive. I'm sure many people can relate to that. However, when we're in those spaces, it's, it's okay to feel that way. A lot of people, it's very taboo, right? We don't want to tell people. But it's okay to feel that way as long as we know that it is also temporary. It, nothing lasts forever. Not the dark, not the light. Everything ebbs and flows. Everything is transitory. So clinging to anything in this world, money, wealth, status, um, you know, identity, anything that's illusory or transitory will pass. And then what do we have? We have the, the experience of being. And so when we reside in that and we kind of sit down in that space, we can come face to face with the observer. We can observe the observer, which is super meta, but <laughs> it's really beautiful. We can connect with our inner child 
we can ask ourselves in this moment, what do we need? Is it connection? Is it connection with ourselves? Is it connection with others? What's our environment look like? Is it something that we need to change? And so we can ask ourselves lots of introspective questions and yield beautiful insights. And it's going to be unique to each and every person. So I hope this might shed some light on things. And I know everybody's process is different. And so for anyone who's going through a really tough time, just know that you're absolutely not alone. You know that. But also know that it's okay to be imperfect. It's okay to be human. It's okay to have these experiences and these feelings. So just be yourself. Go through whatever it is you need to go through. And know that even truth is subjective. And who we think we are um, changes over time. That's okay too. We don't have to have a solid sense of self. We don't have to know exactly who we are at all times and be always striving for this path of you know, who we are and our goals and all this stuff. It's great to be on the journey. It's also great to be. I've spent a lot of my time on a path or planning for the future. When you get to that particular future, you often find it empty in a way. You finished your goal and you're like, okay, This has been fulfilling for a moment, but what's next? And that what's next moment is is that void space. You know, we have that creation, preservation, destruction, and a transformation, and then we have the void, we have the emptiness. And we go through these cycles again and again and again. And that's just the cyclical nature of life. That's just what we experience. And so Really just diving into our experience of life is how I get through these times. And I find that I'm the most light when I accept myself, when I honor my own process. Even in the midst of great adversity, I'm able to just be there with myself and go through it. And even when I think it's the most dire of circumstances, and it just seems the worst, somehow the resilience of humans or soul or whatever we are is is incredibly strong and resilient in and of itself and can get us through anything. So kudos to anyone who's going through dark, dark times as we've been really the last few years and just keep going into my beautiful best friend. Thank you so much for honoring me and my process. And I honor you and respect you and love you. I'm always here for you. And thank you so much for giving me this space to chat about these things. I love you so very much. (music) 